0: You are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I'm Pastor Brandon Neely, and this is a part of my teaching ministry at Christ Church of Acadiana in Southwest Louisiana. Our passage for today is Proverbs chapter 13, verses 13 and 14. Whoever despises the word brings destruction on himself, but he who reveres the commandment will be rewarded. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. How should we live? What decisions should we make in this or that situation? Where should we set our sights? Upon which should we stand? How to live in all of the various areas of life is one of the greatest questions. So many destroy themselves. So many shipwreck themselves upon so many potential dangers in this world. But God has provided for us a path of safety, a path of life, a way to live, a way of light right through the darkness. It's called here in our proverb, the word. That's right. It's also called the commandment. And it's also called the teaching of the wise. You see, To those who are alive in Christ, who've been justified freely by his grace through faith in him and in his accomplished work, a believer, a Christian, the laws of God to the Christian are not a condemnation. For we've been declared righteous in Christ. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Nor is the law, or the commandment, or the teaching of the wise, some sort of pressure or burden upon us that ruins our days and, and soaks up our joy. No, rather the law is Jesus' way. It reveals his character. It's a lamp, or you know, a flashlight to our feet, and a light to our path, showing us how to live showing us where to walk and where not to walk it defines holiness for us you know as the psalmist says the, the the law of god is his delight isn't it a delight to be guided by god in this world the one who created this world for the one to, who created this world to show you how to live in this world isn't that a delight isn't that good news isn't that gracious to be shown how to live how to live and how to go about things the right way. Not, to, not a law or a commandment or the teaching of the wise. Not to try and earn his favor. That only comes by grace through faith in the finished work of Christ. But because you are now in a loving, trusting relationship with him. You're now in a covenant with him. And he is happy. And he is faithful to show you how to live with him in this world. You see, the law, in other words, is a protection. It's a condemnation to anyone who despises it, anyone who decides to live in such a way that rejects it. But to the one who honors the law and reveres the commandment, he can, that's right, look at the text here, he can, in the words of Solomon, expect reward and expect Day by day to drink from a fountain of life, he can expect to be filled up on life with a capital L. Now, sin, as the Bible describes it, is missing the mark. It's stepping off of the way, hamartia in Greek. Now, when this happens, we must be corrected by the law. We've been provided an atoning sacrifice through Jesus Christ. And so we have the ability and the freedom to confess our sin to God, knowing that we will not be condemned, but that he is faithful and just to forgive us of that transgression, of stepping off the way, of missing the mark. We can confess that sin to whoever we've sinned against, to a pastor or to a, to a uh, parent. And ultimately we confess that sin to God, and he's provided a way of returning to him. We walk along this way, when we step off in sin, we confess and get back to it, and we persevere in this for the rest of our lives. This is the path of life. Now, to per- persist in sin, to go in another way, or better, to go in an anti-way, is lawlessness. It's, uh, in Greek, anomia, and this is not what a Christian can do. You know, according to First John, a Christian doesn't persist in ongoing sin. When they step off the path, they confess, and God corrects them, and they get back on the the path. But the unbeliever persists in lawlessness, persists in walking in the anti-way. It's the way of the fool. And the unbeliever, who has no faith in God and therefore doesn't trust his law, his word, his commandment, is leading himself right into the path of destruction. Now, Solomon goes on in the second part of the verse To refer not only to the word or to the commandment, but also to refer to the teaching, the teaching of the wise. Now all of this is, these are all synonyms for the law, for the word, the teaching of the wise. The law is God's teaching about how to live, how to live in all of life. The lawless, the fool, is first untaught. He doesn't have the teaching of the wise, He doesn't have the law. He doesn't have the commandments. And worse, the fool persists throughout his life in refusing to be taught, refusing then teaching or the instruction of the wise. You see, the fool is ignorant of God's teaching or law concerning how to live, and as a result, he's destroyed. And the fool remains a fool when after being instructed, he persists in rejecting the teaching or the law. How many do you know? That do not know the law of God, do not know his commandments, do not know the teaching of the wise. And then, on top of that, how many do you know that even after being instructed in it, refuse to obey? This is the way of the fool. This is the way of destruction. How important it is for us to study the teaching of Scripture and to convey it to all those for whom we're responsible. If we don't convey in large doses with strategic consistency and perseverance over an extended period of time the teaching of the wise, the law of God, and the commandments to, as an example, our um, sheep in our church or to our children in our family, if we're not doing this, then we are withholding from them the very fountain of life. Plop them down for 40 hours a week in a government school and then send them off for 15 hours a week with a lawless coach and pop into church when it's convenient to your central priorities, uh, refuse to pay the money that a Christian education requires, or refuse to systematically catechize them and instruct them at home so they can learn the faith and learn to confess the faith, then you withhold from them the very fountain of life, and you set their path early in life on the path of destruction. An individual, a family, or even an entire nation that rejects the word, rejects the commandment, rejects the teaching of the wise, in other words, rejects the Bible, a nation, a family, a society, an individual like this is doomed to destruction. They do not receive a reward. They do not drink from the fountain of life. They're doomed to wander aimlessly in the dark, far off the path of life. They are doomed to moral paralysis, Unable to tell what is a boy and what is a girl. Unable to tell what is a life worth saving. Not able to decide between this way and that way. They're trapped in relativism and inconsistencies and lawlessness. They're in the dark. They're the blind leading the blind. This is our society. And this is our society because we have rejected the Bible. And that's not just the nation at large. That's, in fact, many churches. Many churches no longer understand what it is in the Bible that shows us how to live. They no longer focus on the law or the commandments or the teaching of the wise, but instead have synthesized various aspects of the Bible with worldly philosophies. And they teach the, the ways of man and make the ways of God of none effect. This is a problem in the church This is a problem in our nation, and it leaves people in the dark. It leaves them without access to the fountain of life. It leaves them ignorant of the teaching of the wise. This can't be. This can't continue. But a nation who honors, a people who honor, a family who honors, a church who honors and reveres the Word of God, and that Word of God that comes to them mediated through parents, Teachers, pastors, superiors, and all of those who would convey the word of God, that's a nation, that's a family, that's a church that is well on its way in life and can expect reward and can expect to be protected from destruction. Proverbs 28 verse nine says, "Those who refuse to hear the law, their prayers are even an abomination to God. Proverbs 19:18, "For those who follow the law, they are happy, happy indeed. This is why this podcast is called Wisdom for All of Life. Because the aim of it is to unpack the law of God, the commandments of God, the teachings of the wise, in order that you and I might learn how to live more and more unto the Lord. That we might be protected, that we might be blessed, that we might be happy, that we might be saved from the the destruction that awaits the fool. Let's continue walking in it, trusting in Jesus Christ, and trusting that He has laid out for us how to live. What a gracious gift we've been given in the law, in the Word of God. For those of us who trust Him, who believe upon Him, let us look to His Word for gracious guidance on how to live in all of life. This has been another episode of the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. Would you share it? Would you send it to your friends? Would you give me a rating on iTunes? That would be super helpful. Until next time. If the Lord has called you, just remember this. He'll equip you, he'll protect you, and he'll bless you along the way. Have a great day.